come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And we're coming to you today on uh, Saturday. Well, you'll be getting in on Sunday. What is it? October 11th. Well, today's October 10th. Well, yeah, but they'll get it. To, when you listen to it, it's going to be at least October 11th, possibly later if you listen to it at a later date. Like October 12th or, or October 13th. Or nobody October nobody wants to talk about October 13th, okay? Oh. There's nothing that we need to talk about on October 13th. Why you, Why would you even bring that up? Because, like, if you switch around the numbers of 13, it's 31, and then it's October 31, which is Halloween. That is not where I thought you were going to go with that. I know. That's why I said that instead of what you thought I was going to say. I feel like you've had that conversation before. Maybe. You've pre-thought that out. October oh, yeah. 13th is your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. One more year closer to your age. Yes, that's right. That's right. We'll be closer... Slightly closer together. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to be talking about different themed cruises in today's episode. Before we get to that specifically, though, um, we wanted to, we got an email. We just got one email. So come on, people. All that uh, all that drinking and talk of emails, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. We need those emails to come in. That's my plea to you guys today. Also, if you do listen, thank you for the um reviews we're getting on itunes and uh lots of kind words and stars thank you for that and um yeah anyway we got an email from mike and mike says quattro formaggio pizza so he's he's actually talking to me in this one he says hey matt heard you talking about the quattro formaggio pizza i don't that's like we see okay we're watching all these halloween movies right now and we just watched hotel transylvania so I think I was going for Italian, but came out a little bit Dracula. Is that right? <laughs> Dracula? Yeah. Quattro formaggio pizza. Ha, ha, ha. And blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, uh, and seeing how you hadn't gotten it because you're a pepperoni guy. Okay, that's true. I'm a pepperoni guy. Wanted to let you know they will make you a quattro formaggio and add pepperoni. That's brilliant. They did at least at least they did for him uh, when he asked on his last cruise, and it was amazing. He says, "I lo- also love pepperoni and really wanted to try the quattro." They were able to make the best of both worlds happen. Hey, Mike, thanks for that tip. Great advice, and uh, I am definitely going to apply that tip next time I get to cruise, which hopefully will be soon. Probably won't be super soon, but hopefully we'll get to cruise on our next September. That means we're less than a year away from our cruise. Yay. Yay. And maybe we'll get something booked before then if if, uh, things open up, which it sounds like they might. 
You know, in a perfect world, we would be going on a cruise in seven days. Oh, don't, 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 just don't. I've been, I've been doing very well. I was thinking about that this morning, um, and I'm like, man, you know, I haven't really, uh, I haven't really, you know, been too down in the dumps over that. Uh, I just haven't thought about it. I think we had so much warning that it wasn't going to happen. Like it was, it just, it wasn't as much of a sting as it would have been if it got canceled like right now for them. That would be, that would be like really painful. I would be crying. Yeah, that would not Right be now, good. I would be crying at this moment. Okay, so before we get into our main topic, we wanted to continue with the limericks and uh, and also invite you to send us more limericks. So we're going to read a couple more of our limericks today. And um, you want me to go first? Or you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. Speaking of cruises getting canceled, this one is about the Mardi Gras. So here we go. Mardi Gras, Carnival's biggest ship yet. A roller coaster at sea? You bet. But the sailing's delay makes me cry every day. And no one gets to have fun on her yet. <laughs> but hopefully soon. Hmm. My limerick has a lie in it, but it's the oh, only way I could make it rhyme. A lie? <laughs> it has a lie. See if you can figure out the lie. <laughs> okay. This is like two truths and a lie, limerick? Um, maybe. Sort of. <laughs> All right. Hey. Matt is my favorite shipmate. At the buffet, we share a cheese plate. Trivia, we play, and oh, yes, we slay. Ships on a stick. We have eight. <laughs> we don't really, though, do we? Which one? Which which one? Which part is the lie? We don't have eight ships on a no, stick. No, we don't. <laughs> because we've never cruised on Carnival together. That's true. But you have some ships on a stick. I have two. And I did earn a ship on a stick. I don't have it anymore, but I did earn it. Um, and uh, yeah, so there you go. Okay, cool, cool. All right, here's my uh, here's my second one for this. Oh, we're doing two. Yeah, we're gonna do two. I was not prepared for that. Oh well, you go. You can prepare while I read my limerick. Okay. Here we go. You can sail me as far as Aruba, or just down the way to Cuba. It doesn't matter to me so long as I'm at sea, and of course that I get to scuba. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Are you you got one over there? Um. Yes. Okay. My last cruise on Royal was fine. Not sure I'm loyal to the line. Carnival is fun. We soak up the sun. I'll try Norwegian next time. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Expanding the horizons of cruising. Aw, horizon. I didn't even intend to do that, but there it is. <sighs> what a sad episode. This why do we, why are we going there? Yes. Why, don't, don't go there. Yeah. Anyway, I hope you guys are enjoying your October. We have been trying to be a little bit festive. We've been super busy doing Inktober, and uh, that's been a, a challenge. Um, I've missed a couple of them so far. And uh, we are doing the Fantastic Cruising Inktober, although I haven't seen anybody submit the first word, which is goth I mean, shark. We haven't done it yet either. That is that is. Fair. I started one, Yeah. Um, but then like we watched a movie or something. Yeah, so here's what we did. We made a list of movies based on suggestions that we got on the Facebook, and uh, we've been we put them in order. Well, we didn't put them in an order; they're just a list, right? But there's a number of them in the list, and then we've been using a, a random number generator to determine which one we're going to watch. So we've watched some some good ones. We watched the remake of Thirteen Ghosts, which I like quite a bit. I don't know if Kimber enjoyed that one. It was fine. I think I'd seen it before, though. 
Okay. Right. But it, I mean, it it had some creepy moments, but it wasn't too scary. No, it's 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 yeah, it's creepy, but it's not. Yeah, I like. I, but there's something about it. I like, I don't. Know, yeah, like that's that's probably like as far as my scary meter can go. Well, we haven't got to my favorite movie on there yet. Anyway, we we got <laughs> Hotel Transylvania. We watched that one, like I mentioned, and um, we watched the Goosebumps first Goosebumps movie, which I had never seen. That that was pretty fun. We watched the Corpse Bride. We did. That was good. Um, yeah. So we've watched a few movies and uh, we've been enjoying. It. So I hope you guys are having a festive October. We are starting to think about our Halloween episode that's coming up in a couple of weeks. So if you enjoyed our Halloween episode last year, then hopefully we'll be able to pull off a good one this year. And uh, if you didn't already listen to that one, go back and listen to the Halloween episode from last year. I think we um, I think we had a lot of fun with that one. So we ne- actually, I want to listen to that again. Okay. We should do that on the way to work or something this week. Okay. To inspire us. Inspire us. Also, just to let you guys know, uh, I know we had the Professor Travel on last week, and we will eventually be on his podcast again. Uh, we did the interview, and so that's coming up. We'll let you know when we find out when that is going to go live. And Kimber was back on the podcast with the Professor Travel doing another interview about Indiana. And so uh, we'll let you know when that one comes out, too, so you can go over and check out the Professor Travel. And in the meantime, Check him out because he's got a lot of good content. All right. Are you ready to get into this theme thing? Let's do it. The theme of the episode is themes of cruising. Now, everybody knows that there are theme cruises. or Well, I, they do now if you just heard me say it. But um, I think most people are aware of that. I, I do want to kind of differentiate, though, what, what we're talking about here because there's a lot of crossover, which we're going to get into in a second, of, of what is a theme cruise and what is just a, a theme on a cruise and, and things like that. So I also want to mention that um, the things that we're going to talk about, the themed cruises we're going to talk about, some of them are ones that have happened and are no longer a thing that will be happening. Others are ones that have happened and will happen again. And some are ones that possibly haven't happened yet, but are planned. And of course, there's been lots of chaos and anarchy because of the coronavirus with them getting canceled and such. But I'm happy to say that most of the themed cruises that are ongoing things that we looked up have cruises planned for the future when hopefully we'll be cruising again. So... So that, yeah. And and also I want to differentiate a little bit in that some of these are themes that are kind of almost like a group cruise where there's a group of people that have a common theme to their group and uh, they may have some special events or fun things planned to go along with that and they're purposely sailing together. Other ones, they have the whole ship and it's a whole ship that's just chartered for these groups. So uh, some of them have to be that way. Other ones are that way because they just have that many folks that go on there. All right. And if we miss your theme cruise that you want to talk about or that you've been on, or if you've been on any of these theme cruises, let us know. Shoot us an email at fantasticcruising at gmail.com. We would love to hear about your experiences. All right. Let's go ahead and get started. Our first theme of theme cruises are hobby themes. And uh, let's see. What, what do we got here? Um, knitting, crocheting, 
needlepoint, hand spinning. I don't know what that is. Is that like some kind of breakdance move? Or what, something? needlepoint? No, I know what needlepoint is. Hand oh, spinning. Hand spinning. It's, it's probably not because it's listed with these other things also beading there, which uh, I found all those listed on someplace called craftcruises.com. And uh, they, they have all these different things that you can do on on the cruises that they have. So it's it's a very crafty, like literally the word craft, I think of Michael's and Joanne's. Um, this is like that at sea. And there's classes, there's all sorts of fun activities that go along with these different type of crafts. Pretty cool. Pretty crafty. Wouldn't you say? I would say. Do you think they teach you how to do these things? Like, I want to learn how to crochet. I do. I absolutely do. Yeah, that's definitely what's going on. So they have, now they probably have different levels and things like that, but that is absolutely what's happening is is there are, I'm sure there are different events and stuff that, that they're doing as well, but um, there are definitely classes, workshops for helping people to improve their crafting skills and probably to help people that are new to it to learn how. I What I don't know is how the levels go. Like if you've never crocheted before, would you go on there and just be lost? Do you need to get a little bit of crocheting under your belt? I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, head over to like that um, that craftcruises.com and you could probably shoot them an email or something like that. These are just some of these are things that we've heard a lot about. Other ones like this is just something that we came upon in our research. So uh, we're not vouching for cruise or craftcruises.com. You know, check, check them out and vet them. It looked like a, a pretty cool, legit place, though. Um, one that I am a little bit more familiar with is I have several books from an artist named Ann Kohlberg. I believe she lives in the Kansas City area, and she does a lot. She does some different art styles and art mediums, but she's really uh, talented when it comes to colored pencils. And that's one of my passions are colored pencils. So I've got these books and I, and I've, you know, gone to her website and stuff. And I, before I was into cruising, I would notice that she had these cruises she would do. And they were like colored pencil themed cruises where she would be on there and there would be workshops and stuff, learning how to improve your skills as a colored pencil artist which I always thought looked amazingly fun and cool. But back then, I was still under the misunderstanding that cruises were really expensive. You know, I see, you see that that dollar amount, and you're like, whoa, I can't afford $1,000, when really it's probably a cheaper price for all the for the cruise plus all the other stuff you're getting. So my perspective has changed quite a bit since then. But yeah, so colored pencil, that's another one. What else we got on here? Scrapbooking? Yes, um, photography. Have you ever scrapbooked? No. No? No. I don't, I don't understand it. You don't understand it? I mean, I don't get the point of it. It's cutting a bunch of paper and gluing it to other paper. Wow. No, I mean, that's cool. Like, the, <laughs> let, let me, me just back. apologize. Wait, <laughs> let me back up a little bit. Including my mom. <laughs> let me back up. The stuff that people make scrapbooking looks awesome and it's cool but me personally doing it i don't get it so you don't you don't think you would enjoy the process of right scrapbooking. like me the, doing it i feel like it's gluing paper to paper but when i actually see the end product i'm like that's cool 
the ends don't justify the means for you when it comes to scrapbooking. Is yeah. that what you're saying? The ends don't justify the means. Not for me personally. Okay. All right. That's fair. I mean, if I looked at drawing that way, I guess I'd be like, I don't really see the point in putting all these lines on <laughs> on paper. I mean, I love the outcomes people get, but it's just putting a line on paper. I don't – what's the point of that? I don't, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, I guess it's kind of the same thing. Anyway. The, the end result is really cool, but not but, – not for me. <laughs> for those of you who do enjoy the art of scrapbooking, there is a uh, cruisingcrop.com is another website that I found that you can go and check out scrapbooking <laughs> cruises. <laughs> and and I believe um, I believe Cruising Crop is the one I saw that had a bunch of other themes as well. Uh, let me see. Actually, I think I have their website pulled up. Yes. So they have they have all these cruises listed, and uh, in fact, they have a virtual cruising crop. I guess because one got canceled that happened. It's happening right now, actually, starting today, October 10th to the 17th. But uh, they've, huh. they've got like little icons to represent what's on each different cruise that they have scheduled. So here are the things that are listed. They've got scrapbooking, obviously. They've got stamping, card making, cutting machine. Oh, like a cricket. Um, they've got mixed media. They've got general crafts. They've got home decor. They've got coloring with Copics. They've got just general art, quilting and embroidery, planning, painting, photography, knitting, crocheting, and jewelry. So uh, lots of fun craft stuff i can i can tell you my mom's probably listening to this going oh that sounds like the kind of cruise i'd like to do right there my mom could probably teach on one of those cruises actually some of those some of that things. stuff actually sounds fun i want to go on why this do you cruise? keep saying things like that? some of that stuff actually sounds fun like well because i you're offending you're offending a lot of i don't mean to so i i don't <laughs> think of myself as like crafty and liking the artsy kind of things but then I do it and I enjoy it. So it's... It's a whole new world. It, it is. It's just, <laughs> I don't mean to offend people. I'm sorry to all of you that I offended. I, I, I didn't don't... mean it. You're wonderful people. You do super cool things. And I wish I could do it too. I don't think you really offended anybody. I think they know that. All right. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> there, There's one other thing you, you mentioned, photography. And um, it does mention photography on that cruisingcrop.com but uh, I, I couldn't find any cruises with it listed in there you did find a photography themed cruise though that is not your normal everyday cruise in fact I think I need to talk to my uncle Ralph because I think he may have done a cruise like this or maybe even this cruise because where does it go? The Galapagos yeah and it's photography themed there's like a professional photographer on it that kind of does classes with you and and teaches you how to do better photography and of course it's the Galapagos Islands so it's I'm sure amazing I know my uncle who is into photography I know he did a Galapagos cruise and I'm pretty sure it was like a National Geographic thing uh, with photography people on there so maybe we need to interview him on that I don't know that'd be we'll cool have to look into that but anyway so so those are the ones we came up with for sort of hobby themed cruises and um maybe we're missing something like i said if if there's something you know about something you've done something you want to do let us know fantastic cruising at gmail.com we're going to move on though to the next theme which is music music themes and 
there's a lot of different cruises you can do that are for different musical genres, specific bands and artists. Like I know there was a Kiss cruise, uh, not a Kissing cruise, but a Kiss Kiss cruise. Uh, there was a Bon Jovi did a cruise thing. A- again, I don't know if these are recurring or not. This is one of the things where I'm like, I'm not sure if they're recurring. And these are things that are definitely like going to be the whole ship in in all of these cases. I think it's going to be pretty much the whole ship. Maybe not. I know um, I've seen like, I think, was it our cruise that we were on that there was musicians on it? No. No? Okay, that must have been a different cruise that there was, it wasn't the whole ship. But like if if you've got Kiss on there, it's probably the whole ship. You're thinking about a cruise with someone else, Matt? Probably. I've been on a lot of cruises. I know. They get confusing. All right. And then, uh, so here's some other ones that we found. Country music cruises, that's one Kimber would probably want to do. I would. Country music. And um, Soul Train, which has different groups from the 70s, and there's, like, dancing and stuff going on on there. There's the Monsters of Rock cruise, which is going to be, like, heavy metal bands. And there's other ones, too. This Monsters of Rock is just one of them that we saw mentioned a lot. Uh, there's different metal-themed cruises and rock and roll themed cruises you saw some stuff about decade themed cruises right yep i saw like some 70s and 80s and 90s different themed cruises so so 70s well and you said there was one that was like flower power yeah i think that's what it was called like a flower power cruise So that's probably like 60s maybe 70s and then the disco one is kind of 70s themed obviously because that's when disco unfortunately happened now i'm offending people and then um and then there was like 80s cruises which i'd like to do an 80s cruise that would be a lot of fun and that and that would have i i don't know depends on the 80s cruise i guess it might have i think i saw one that had like the b-52s on there and some of those kind of bands that would be right up my alley i'd be interested in the 90s cruise which would be what like boy bands and girl bands i mean that's what i grew up with i know but uh you wouldn't go on that cruise with me? I mean, I'd go on the cruise. I just probably would be spending a lot of time drawing somewhere, <laughs> looking at the ocean. <laughs> you wouldn't go listen to the Backstreet Boys with me? No, no, I wouldn't. There's Look, there's lines I won't cross. <laughs> That's one of them. How about NSYNC? No, no. Spice Girls? I'd probably go to the Spice Girls. Yeah, I, I could do that. <laughs> I wouldn't enjoy it that much, but it'd be all right. I would, I'd be okay with that. And then, and then there, um, there's one cruise that I always see that I've never gone on. It's Flogging Molly, which is like this sort of Irish folk punk band, does the Salty Dog, the Flogging Molly Salty Dog Cruise, which is always a bunch of punk rock bands. And there have been some amazing ones, including the one that happened in this last November, which had uh, the Descendants on it, which is one of my favorite bands. Uh, me first and the gimme gimmies was on there which is also an amazing group of artists to get together and play cool covers anyway so there's lots of music themes out there i'm sure any genre of music that you may be into there's probably a cruise that covers it i saw jazz cruises too you didn't write that down i didn't no because i secretly loathe jazz not all jazz but We have a lot of pet peeves today. Are we like agitated? I don't know. You've been agitated. I've been agitated. You're agitating me, birthday girl. Anyway. <laughs> hey, speaking of birthdays, yeah. I just want to shout it out really quick because fellow Indiana Hoosier, Mary Miller's birthday was this past week. That's right. Happy birthday, Mary. I, I don't like to call out certain people so that other people feel bad. 
because I don't know everybody else's birthday, but I just happen to know hers <laughs> because she's a fellow Hoosier and a huge fan, and her birthday's the same month as mine, so she's basically like me. Is that how it works? Everybody in Indiana is born in October? No. Only the cool ones. Only the cool ones. I'm just kidding. Ones. Actually, there's not that many people in Indiana I know with October birthdays, like none of my family, except my aunt, who's a little weird and doesn't listen to this, so I can say what I want about her. <laughs> But your mom listens and she could tell her. <laughs> My mom agrees. <laughs> All right. So uh, ne- what's next here? What do we have next? Um, Fandom themes. Fandom themes. So this covers a wide gambit of things, but we were thinking more like mostly uh, TV, movies, stuff like that. So what's this? What's this first one here? Do you want to talk about that one? Um, the rocking wrestling. That's not at all what that said. No? No. Did I write the wrong thing you down? You totally wrote the wrong thing. I thought it was the rockin' wrestler. wrestler. It's not. not <laughs> hold on. Let me, let me fix it because. It's wrestling. It is it wrestling. probably did it autocorrect it's me. It's the rock in wrestling rager. Ranger, it autocorrected me to Ranger. And you wrote Rocking Wrestling Ranger. <laughs> so <laughs> I was thinking I was thinking more of like a Lord of the Rings theme with a Ranger <laughs> who was playing rock music while wrestling orcs. That's what I was No, that's so the Rockin' Rockin' Wrestling like, Ranger. Like, like a, rock like and a rager, wrestling. Like, a, like rock, the letter oh, in okay. wrestling. Okay. Rager. Okay. But the rock's not on it. No. It's not that it's not that wrestler. No. It is somebody named Chris Jericho and uh it's the AEW wrestlers, the All Elite Wrestling wrestlers, which if you're into wrestling, you probably know who Chris Jericho is and what that means. But I don't know anything about wrestling other than that my grandpa used to watch it and call it wrestling. Oh yeah, my um my grandpa called it wrestling. Wrestling, yeah. Wrestling. Yep. And and the other thing I know is that I would when I would walk past him as a child, he would be laying on the floor watching wrestling and if you walked by him at any given moment, he would grab you with his legs and pin you and start squeezing you until you cried out and then grandma would come to the rescue. <laughs> <laughs> my my cousin used to have some wrestling like video games that I play and I remember the only wrestler name that I ever knew was Hulk Hogan. Um, so that's the one that I always chose to play with. Okay. And I always lost because he played video games more than I did. <laughs> well, apparently this one is going to have a guest cruise director who is somebody named Candace Michelle. And uh, I think Dan knows who we're talking about. Probably. But, uh, but yeah, apparently yeah. she is a female wrestler. And she'll be the cruise director. So now, look, I'm not into wrestling, but if I was, this would probably be really, really cool. It sounds, yeah, it definitely sounds like it's like a really cool put together. Like if you were into wrestling yeah. and the and you had a wrestler that was acting as a cruise director, like that would be awesome, right? That would be like really neat. Well, I think they like even like set up some wrestling rings and yeah. stuff like in the middle of the decks, and like that sounds cool if. If you like it, yeah. If you're yeah. if you're into wrestling, I think it would be. It's honestly like I, of of all the the fandom themed ones that we haven't talked about yet. Like as far as activities go, that seemed like some of the coolest ones. I just don't 
like wrestling, so I wouldn't enjoy it. But if you do, it's probably a really amazing cruise. And then we've got, what's the next one? Um, the Impractical Jokers Cruise. So we, we found a lot of different themed cruises, and some of them we didn't look into too much. I guess that one is apparently a reality show that, again, you may know about it. When we didn't. We thought it was actually something about Practical Jokers Cruise or something, not based on a... A it show. sounds like a <laughs> it sounds like a hidden camera show or something. So like um like there used to be those old shows where it was like you're on hidden camera, C- candy camera, candy ca- that's what it was. Yeah, Can- you're on candid camera. Now we just call you a voyeur and lock you up. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so so that would be kind of interesting, I guess, if you're into that show. And then of course, you know, there's some other things here. Um, I, I wrote down. Comic Cons at Sea because there there's a lot of sort of sci-fi themed uh, cruises. I know there's one that we were trying to find information on. I think it was called Fantasy Fantasy Fantasy, but it yeah. seems like it's no longer a thing. I don't know if it wasn't very successful. It seemed more like a Comic Con like you would go to uh, where. There's basically some celebrities there, and you can pay them a bunch of money and stand in line to get an autograph. I mean, I've done that before. And buy stuff. I have, too. I mean, I've worked at booths and stuff like that. But that's not my kind of sci-fi convention. Like, they're fine. Whatever. It's neat to meet celebrities. Rah, rah. Cool. But the sci-fi conventions I like to go to are, I don't know if they're more old school or just what I was used to from back in the day, where it's, it's much more not about the celebrities, but much more about the activities. So there's themed room parties and masquerade balls, and there's um, all these panel rooms that are more intimate instead of like a theater of people, which I know they're popular, so that's kind of how it ends up being. But workshops and and, um, and filk musicians and gaming, role-playing games. So there are there are some cruises that sort of fit that bill. So one of them is called the Joko Cruise, which is apparently some musician called named Jonathan Colton, who has done these for about 10 years. 10 I guess. years, yeah. And there's there's all kinds of cool stuff happening on, on these cruises. Like there's role-playing games and there's... All the things that you just named. Yeah, it's it sounds more like my kind of sci-fi convention, which sounds really, really... Amazing, but there's there's other ones too. Okay, so there's Star Trek themed cruises, which again, um, I remember back in the day going to the St. Louis Sci-Fi Convention called Archon, and when Star Trek was still really big. I mean, I know it's still popular, but it was like you know the contemporary big, like Next Generation was a thing and stuff that was happening at that time, and it wasn't just a Star Trek convention, but it there was a, there was a good percentage of people dressed up like Star Trek. There were always a group of Klingons that would rent out an entire floor of the hotel and they would have like the Klingon party and you'd go up there and um, you'd go to different rooms and there would be guards that would let you in and they would put a sticker on you that said you were allowed up there and uh, you'd go into different rooms and they'd have food that would be like supposed to be like gawk and all this stuff, which is worms. But it wasn't it wasn't really worms. But anyway. Yeah, so so there's then I've been to other Star Trek conventions where it's just like a you're paying lots of money to meet celebrities, which is not as cool to me. But um, but yeah, so that but there are Star Trek conventions. Power Rangers, are you a Power Rangers person? Go go Power Rangers. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm like because that was I'm I mean I missed I that was after my time. No, when I was uh, 
when I went to daycare, there was like one Power Rangers movie that they had that I had watched. Like we watched the same one over and over because it's the only one that they had. Um, and that was basically my extent of Power Rangers knowledge. Okay. All right. Well, if you're into the Power Rangers, I don't. I think it was a one one off kind of thing because the new movie was coming out. So it's interesting. Some of these have different sponsors, like the Jonathan Colton one, or sometimes it's a, you know, like travel agents will put these together, or sometimes there's like a organization that just does it. I don't know. It's interesting though how those work. Um, there was a cruise that happened a few times called the Walker Stalker Cruise, which was the Walking Dead cruise. But just like the TV show, it's just no longer a big thing. And it doesn't. <laughs> nobody, nobody. Does anybody watch the Walking Dead? I don't even know if it's still going. It was great for a while. I think it ended. Did it end? OK. I don't know. I only watched a couple seasons. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, I enjoyed it for a little bit. But then it. I don't know. Anyway, um. But there was a Battlestar Galactica cruise back in 2016, apparently. So that's interesting. Um, I don't know if it was, it was probably for the new, maybe it was both. It was the, both the new and the old Battlestar Galactica, which neither one of them seems very new anymore. Then there's something called Sci-Fi Sea Cruise, which was, which is a Doctor Who themed cruise, which I think those are still a thing that may be happening in the future and have happened in the past. There's one called, you told me about this one, Gakukon? Gakukon? Yeah, Gakukon. What's what's that one all about? Um, Oh, I don't have it up. It was game, is it action or? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. It was kind of like the Joko one, but it was more like video games and stuff too, right? Let me Google it because I don't remember what it stood for and it said it. But it it seemed like it was a little bit more... um, like the Joko one, but it was yeah. probably for people that are also more into like video games and stuff. Games, animation, and comic ultra convention. Okay, so there's it's yeah. more comic books, anime, like sci-fi conventions. Some of them have kind of turned more into anime conventions, and uh, I'm not a big anime fan, but um, but a lot of people are, so you know, it's all good. Um, and of course, there's all all, all of these have people dressing up and stuff, you know, there's cosplay and all that kind of stuff. So if you're into that, there's, you know, I mean, those are fun in a hotel. So I'm sure they would be like amplifying the fun if they were on a cruise ship. Right. And then what's this last one that we have written here? The Golden Girls Cruise. (laughs) I don't look. Golden Girls was a show I watched occasionally. I thought it was funny, but I am not like into it like a lot of people are. And you are kind of into the Golden Girls, right? Um, I mean, I like it. I haven't seen all of the episodes. That's actually the show that I was like my current binge when we started dating. And then <laughs> because of that, I stopped binging it because you could still watch it. I don't yeah, care. but it's it's different because like I watch shows with you now and you don't binge that show. Anyways, so I like the Golden Girls for sure but i'm probably not to the extreme as some people i would go on this cruise though nobody's ever to the extreme of some people when it comes to fandom but (laughs) but you're interested in the cruise so that that makes you a little bit more into it than me but tell me i'm intrigued by the cruise and i'm not saying i wouldn't go on it it's just uh, not something i would look for myself but but what are some things that they they mentioned in this cruise that's going to happen some of the activities um costumes game nights parody shows and a St. Olaf dance party. That's got to be like something to do with the show, right? St. Olaf must be 
Yeah, I I honestly Something don't know what that it. is. Um, but the costumes are fun. Like if you go through their website and look at some of the pictures, like the groups of people that are dressed as like their favorite one of the Golden Girls. It's just really funny to see people dressed up. And I would encourage you to do that to any of these that sound interesting to you. Go to their websites. Most of these have happened before. And uh, a lot of times they'll have pictures and stuff. Sometimes they'll even have little video snippets and you can see what's going on there. And uh, yeah, it can be fun. Even if you wouldn't want to go, it might be amusing. Although some of them we're going to get to in a little bit, you might not want to go to their websites, but we'll (laughs) get into that. The next category, the last category we have is miscellaneous. So this is just a variety of things. And the first one is one that we almost actually cruised on just by chance because they were supposed to be on our on our October cruise that was supposed to be in a couple weeks. But and what is that one? Seven days. Um, Sorry. Um, The Meow Meow Cruise, which you would have been perfect to fit in with. I am a cat lover. Let me tell you, we went to a party last weekend, uh, just a little small party, a few friends, and um, they had cats. And I think that's the first time, other than our cat Bagheera that lives outside in the apartment, and he doesn't like let you spend too much time with him. I think that's the first time I've been around a cat in like a year. And I just, I could just go over there and play with their cats all the time. They were, I love cats. Yeah, for sure. So anyway. They liked me too. They, they did like you. They that one like you. just sat and right next to me. swell up. So. I didn't. I, I mean, I, I took my medicine and I washed my hands immediately after touching it. <laughs> but yeah, the, this Meow Meow Cruise is for cat lovers. They have a meetup. They have dining together. They have a cocktail party. They have a, a kitty scavenger hunt. Um, Find the cats around the cruise that people snuck on their suitcases. Oh, I hope not. No, you're not allowed no, to bring no. actual cats on the cruise. That is not a thing you can do. But um, but yeah, it sounds like it'd be fun. They There are pictures on their website. They, they're wearing like little kitty kitty ears and stuff and some of them have more costumey things on but uh it would have been fun to see them on the cruise i think it would have been really enjoyable i wanted to like meet up with some and interview them or something but that won't be happening now now their cruise got canceled along with ours obviously it was the same cruise and so did the next group which we don't have a lot of information about i think it's the first time it was going to happen it's the corgi cruise yes that kind of corgi and so what other kind of corgis are there? I don't know. Just, <laughs> they're like, what, a dog cruise? But not not just a dog cruise, but a specific breed of dog cruise. Uh, yes, that's the thing that was, was supposed to happen. And now it's going to happen. And it's going to happen in conjunction with the Meow Meow cruise that is planned on the Mardi Gras next year. Or 2022, 2020. No, I think it's next year. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So, so there you go. Dogs and cats living together. I mean, why not? Hopefully, hopefully 2021 will be the opposite of 2020. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Okay. That's asking a lot, man. That's asking a whole lot. Anyway, uh, what else have we got here? We've got cruising with the meow meows, the corgis, and then... Um, Zumba cruise? Yeah. What's what? Have you ever Zumbaed? I have. I used to do Zumba often, like every week, a couple times a week. And Zumba is what, like a exercise dance thing? Yeah, it's like and dancing to music, exercising. Somebody who I was in uh, college with was into Zumba. She was like a Zumba 
instructor and she did a whole Zumba thing with us. And it was, I remember it being intense. I mean, it's kind of fun. There's definitely different levels of it. Um, I've been to, to Zumba classes where like I was super lost. And then I've been to some where, you know, I do okay. And a lot of the instructors, if they do it like, you know, every week and stuff, they do the same dances over and over. So you eventually learn them. And then it's not so bad. It'd probably be bad for me. I probably. Would... I'd love to see you try it. No. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. All right. And then. I'll record it for all of oh, you. Oh, no, no, see. no, no. It would just. It'll go up on Fantastic Studios. <laughs> it would just look like. It would just look like me who can't dance. And what's the what's the last one in this miscellaneous? Or it's not the last one. What's the no. next one in this miscellaneous section? Um, golfing cruises. Cruising in the golf? No. Oh. Like golf with. Uh, clubs? Is that what they're called? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, they're called golf clubs. <laughs> I mean, and, and there's clubs where people golf too, but they use golf clubs or irons as, as like a nine. I don't know that. I'm acting like, oh, I know all this about golf. It's like five iron, a nine iron. It's a putter. And what's the, the big one? The driver? Yeah. Look, you know more about golf than I do. <laughs> I know mini golf. That's all I know. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, there's there's cruises for golfers that range from like seven to seventeen nights. Yeah, these are not cheap. On like cruises. fancy ships. Yeah. Um, that go to like fancy places and. <laughs> yeah, there were there was ones in Europe and Australia and all over New the world. New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. So they they're basically they're taking you to different places to play golf, and uh, they're taking you on really expensive ships. And uh, for really long periods of time. So if you've got the money and you enjoy golf, uh, then I guess that's the cruise for you. I have neither of those things. So, so but, but they're out there. Something for everybody, right? We can't all be the same and our world would be boring. And the next one we have is the High Seas Rally, which is basically bikers and a little bit of a pirate theme going on there. So... And- you wanted to read this thing because well, you thought it was funny, right? Yeah. So or you want me to read it? I don't. Well, care. well, let me just first. Let me just tell you what they say that they, that they have at this. Okay. Uh, wild pool parties, theme nights, concerts, and there's some fairly big band. There was like a country western person, right? That you uh, like, Trace Adkins. Okay, and then there was um, um, there's a heavy metal band that or an old metal rock band that was on there too that I recognize the name of. Um, and uh, tattoo contests and money raffles. I think somebody could win like a Harley or something like that. So, um, yeah, it could be a little crazy, um, could be a little wild. But what really we thought was fun were these theme nights. So there's there's three theme nights. One of them is, is just a salute to service. So that one is a little bit more serious. But the other two are nowhere near serious. So you want to read... One of these, or you want me to read them? Um, I'll read. I'll read the first one. Okay. Okay. So it's called "Hillbillies on the High Seas." You got to do it with a hillbilly accent. Though. I can't do hillbillies that. on the high seas. Uh, All right. Let me see if I can pull out my <laughs> inner Terre Haute. <laughs> your inner Terre. Your inner Terre Haute. Come on now. The hillbillies on the high seas. Hoot nanny is the net. 
night to live the high life, so hitch up those overalls, slap on your bubba teeth, and get ready to join the other hicks and hayseeds in the backyard party on the pool deck. All y'all country bumpkins will gather around to compete in rip-roaring contests and games while popping some bottles of golden soda. Yeehaw! Knee slap that night away and have a rollicking good time partaking in backyard games like cornhole, toilet seat toss, corn cob eating contest, lawnmower races. This shindig continues with bumpkin family feud game show, cousin Eddie's costume contest, queen of the trailer park pageant. And Southern Buffet with all the fixings. All right, that sounds uh, that sounds some of it sounds amazing, some of it sounds terrifying. What is how was the accent? It was it was it was solid. <laughs> what what is a toilet seat toss game? I mean, my guess would be it's like ring toss of the toilet. Seat. Yeah. And the only thing is, I don't know about lawnmowers on deck. Like that, just I hope they're not actual functioning lawnmowers. My my hope would be that they'd take the blades out. <laughs> so let's hope. Let's hope. They probably would, right? All right, what's the other one here? We got the, the pirate takeover day. Shiver me timbers. If an all-day, all-out pirate is up your alley, then put down your spyglass because you are in the right place. During the pirate takeover day, we let the Jolly Roger fly high on the mast of the Mariner of the Seas while you buccaneers and scallywags seek treasure, booty, and bounty in all events around the ship. We revel in the pirate biker bingo, buried treasure, scavenger hunt, treasure chest competition. Oh, mm-hmm. Blackbeard's best beard contest. Oh, I could compete in that at some no, point. No, you can't. Not right now, but I could. I could, <laughs> I could grow I grow like a chia. Pirate costume parade, rum tasting, and much, much more. Later on, the X marks the spot for the mutiny in the pool deck parties with Steel Rod rocking the stage. Steel Rod, is that a band? A treasure chest of grog on ice and plenty of partying on the gangplank. You'll be glad you weren't marooned ashore to, uh, on shore to miss the puss party because when it's done, the deck's going to need a serious swabbing. Costumes are optional, but folks who participate take things seriously and make it all more all the more fun. Stay tuned right here as more theme announcements will be coming your way, all in celebration of the many awesome bonds that bring us together on the high seas. So, like the wrestling one, this sounds like it could be a lot of fun. I, I some of these people might scare me a little bit, but some of them I think would be a lot of fun. So. Uh, yeah, that if you're into the whole like biker fest and stuff, of course you can't bring your motorcycle with you, which is probably a bummer for a lot of people. But uh, it sounds like it could be a blast. It's what's really funny is I never really imagined bikers and pirates being part of the same group. Oh no, they go together. Like, Do they? Yeah. Okay. I mean, come on, bikers and pirates—that's like a natural fit, right? <laughs> okay. I mean, they they wear leather pants and, you know, eye patches. They drink lots of beer. Bikers wear eye patches? Uh, some of them do. If they lose, if they have an eye injury, they probably do. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'll give it to you. I just thought it was funny. But it these pictures, like, it looks like a really fun cruise. I mean, here's the thing. So, like, 
the bikers that I've known and hung out with in the past have have often very been very focused on like freedom and you know just letting the wind in your hair and you know I mean it's they're it's very they get a little raunchy I mean it's it's very pirate it really is okay hopefully they're not you know robbing people and stuff but that's more the pirate thing than the biker thing. There's outlaw bikers, but most of the bikers I know are not outlaws. In fact, most of them do charity work and stuff. So, all right. Moving on to the next group, which is probably likely to get even more wild and crazy, are LGBT cruises. Now, before we talk about LGBT-specific themed cruises, we should say that cruises are, fortunately, one of the more progressive places, and there is a lot of... uh, LGBT, I should say LGBTQ, right? Mm-hmm. Friendly activities on the cruises I've been on. It's It seems like a very safe and fun and inviting place, a welcoming place, which I think is awesome and amazing. Uh, however, well, not however, but these cruises we're talking about, they are not your just normal, everyday LGBTQ sort of events. <laughs> they are... Huge cruises, huge themed cruises, and they have a reputation for being crazy, crazy. And uh, and, and there's several of them. Now, um, there's a couple places, if you're interested in one of these cruises, that we found. One of them is called MyVacaya.com, which is M-Y-V-A-C-A-Y-A.com. And uh, another one that we found is called Atlantis Events or AtlantisEvents.com. And the thing that makes these crazy is, look, you've got like thousands of mostly in these, I think, gay men who are just able to be their best selves and have their most fun without having to worry about driving or anything else. And it just can get a little wild and crazy. And if you're into that, this is the place for you. Some of the things that I noticed were that they mentioned things like um, there is clothing, clothing optional sun decks on uh, on some of these cruises. And the dress codes mentioned things like um, you have to cover your genitals, but and not, not in the optional clothing deck, but like a dinner, but that sheer and net fabric is encouraged. <laughs> And that if your if your butt cheeks are hanging out, that you are required to wear a towel at dinner, and the towels will be provided as you go into the dinner the dining area. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. Okay, this is uh, this is definitely for the partying crowd that is, that is out there. But uh, I would go on one of these cruises. I would feel I would feel safe. I think on one of these cruises, like even though there's all kinds of crazy partying going on, I think it would be a lot of fun. To do that, would you go on one of these? Yeah, absolutely. And there, and you know, there was like they have some of the same type of activities. You know, they had like we saw a lot of drag queen dress up and, and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah. Also, I noticed there's something that says on this one that says the red light district, and when I click on it, it basically says the red light district is back. If you are new to the red light district, no worries, we'll fill you in on board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming they can't mention it on the website. So, but yeah, so that that's pretty crazy. So that's pretty wild and crazy. Uh, if if you would enjoy one of those cruises, but it gets wilder and crazier, right? We have one more 
group cruise to talk about. Two more. Two more. Oh, you're right. It gets a lot wilder and crazier. The first one is what? Are you going in order or what's on your computer screen? In, yeah, let's go in let's go in order. Okay, so the next one is Nudist Cruise. That's right. And what's what's the name of the one that we saw? Um the Bear Necessities. It's just the Bear Necessities. I'll never be able to watch Jungle Book the same way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Baloo's going to sing that song and you're going to envision some of the photos that we saw on that website. Yeah, these Okay, look. From here on out, these are the websites you don't want to visit unless you know what you're getting yourself into. Definitely don't go to them when you're at work. No. <laughs> Depending on where you work, I guess. Maybe it might not be a big deal. But mm-hmm. anyway, yes, tell us about the Bear Necessities Cruise, Kimbra. I mean, it's um, – you're nude. It's <laughs> – yeah. I mean, it's – everybody is just – Naked. Naked. Yeah, there's, there's no clothing. Um, you do have to lay on a towel when you're, you know, sitting – somewhere um there were some pictures in the casino of a couple that was like playing the slots on their benches with the towel under them um it was the back side of them luckily i didn't see everything but i did in some other photos yeah there was some stuff resting on like railings <laughs> and some other stuff <laughs> hanging out um at some of the at some of the ports it looked like they were having fun at the beach just yeah you know they that's hanging out that's kind of cool so if you're if you're into the nudist lifestyle apparently they sort of um they sort of find some excursions or different activities that you may be able to do and uh and you know live your best life at at shore too which is kind of cool so here's the thing is I am totally not comfortable doing that. But if I was in shape and I felt comfortable with my body, I think this would be interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I just, I, I don't feel comfortable with people seeing me the way that I am. But if I was like totally comfortable with how my body looked, I would totally do this. And, and, after looking at the pictures on the website, you still don't feel comfortable. Because <laughs> look, nudists are not all models. I know. Um, I mean, I have a lot of respect for nudists that are not don't have the body shame that that you know. No, I mean that's awesome. Feel. Like, I would I would love to be able to just like take it all off and be like, hey, look at me. But I'm not there yet. <laughs> um, Is that a goal for you? Maybe. Is that okay <laughs> with you? I don't know. I have to think about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I would not be opposed to going on a cruise like this if I felt the confidence in myself to do so. Look, I um, I don't. Do we have any nudist listeners? If we do, please send us an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. I would love to uh, hear from you guys. But uh, that would be a really cool um interview it would be interesting right i think tommy tommy casabona had somebody that interviewed about the next category which we'll get into in a minute that was even crazier but um you know i've done i've done some figure drawing classes in my time where you're drawing nude models i've done a figure sculpture class where there's a nude model sitting there in front of you and and honestly like uh you know our our perception of it as non-nudist people is that it's all sexual and i'm sure there's sexual aspects to it but i can tell you from the figure drawing and stuff that i've done that you know maybe for the first few minutes your your mind is kind of going there but after that you're you're just seeing it as you know the human body and and there's nothing dirty or gross or 
even necessarily sexual about it. And so uh, it it's it's all our sort of, you know, we, we joke and make fun, but really we're the ones with the issues, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Although I will say one issue that I would be very concerned about if I was comfortable to be a nudist, and that is sunburn. Oh, that's a really good point. You I just want... have to make sure to use extra, extra, extra sunscreen. Which is not good for the coral reefs. Yeah. I'm well, but saying. if you're on the ship... Well, yeah, like, if you're on the ship, you're not, yeah. you're not in the yeah. coral reefs on the ship. <laughs> Unless they have those on the ship. I don't I don't know. Yeah. No, they probably don't have coral reefs on the no. ship. All right, so that's the nudist cruise. And then, then we have one more. And this is the one. And, and probably those of you that are familiar with cruising, which is a lot of you, are probably knowing what's coming. <laughs> and those of you that are familiar with cruising, which is probably a lot of you. <laughs> yes, which is, I mean, you know, like. <laughs> we get sometimes we get listeners who are new to cruising, not That's nude to cruising, <laughs> but new to cruising that may not be familiar with this, okay. or people that have just started cruising. You know that maybe they haven't, maybe they haven't heard about. No, 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 I'm just what it sounded like. What you said is those of you that are listening to our cruising podcast may be familiar with cruising. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a gimme. <laughs> Anyways, the next one is. The Swingers Cruise. That's right. And uh, interestingly enough, we um, we looked at their website, which, well, I'm, I'm sure there's more than one Swingers Cruise. But the one that we found that seemed to be the most prominent that came up was called Bliss Cruise. And interestingly enough, nowhere on their website does it say the word Swinger Cruise. It uses other creative language only you have to be 21 or up to go on this cruise only couples can cruise and um it uses words like free to experience i i don't know what what i now i've lost all those words but um, i can see if i can find like free to experience things the way you want or you know it's 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 hinting at it we all know what's going on all right we all know what's going on on the swingers cruise um but uh but yeah but they don't come out and say it i wonder if there are legal things that prevent them from doing that or not or if they just i don't know it's, i'd be interested to find out do we have any swingers yeah. <laughs> listen to the podcast send us a an email fantasticcruising at gmail Dot com again i uh, respect your um you know your choices and your comfort in that area of your life here are some of the themes they have listed on their cruise it says uh you you can't have a lifestyle cruise so there is calling it a lifestyle cruise without having a theme for each night let your imagination run wild when planning your costumes it is not required that you dress in theme, but it can add some extra fun to the evening. Below is a list of themes, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so here we go. Monday, sports jersey night. Let the games begin. Show your sexy team spirit and find your playful teammates by wearing the sports jersey of your favorite team. Tuesday, Caligula's white party. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know who Caligula was? Um, a Roman emperor. Oh, yes, he was that. He was also one of the most twisted, sick people in history, <laughs> like for torturing and all sorts of things. Maybe a poor choice, I'm just saying. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, there was a lot of perversion involved with Caligula. Uh, the Roman Emperor Caligula was known for throwing some crazy parties, so wrap up in your best 
party toga and indulge in a night of debauchery. If you do not want to go full toga, simply dress in all white and enjoy the night. Then Wednesday, there is glow night. Dance under the stars and light up the night with all things glowing. <laughs> all things will be glowing, won't they? <laughs> Blinking and flashing. Neon outfits, glow sticks, and glow body paint, etc. Thursday, halfway to Halloween. Ready for some freaky fun? Whether you're ghoulish or glam or just wear a mask. I wonder when they wrote this. <laughs> Dress up and join us if you dare. It's time to scare up some fun and energy. A night of tricks, treats, costumes, and cocktails. Why and did you say wonder when they wrote this? Because I'm just, now when I hear the word mask, I think of something totally different. Oh. So, so like, like if I would have read this a year ago, I would have just, just wear a mask. I, are they just wearing a scary mask? That's how I heard it. But now I think of like... A face mask. Like a face mask. Yeah. So... Which is more scary in reality that we have to wear this. Anyway, um, Friday is Bikinis versus Lingerie. Our final night presents a fun and sexy challenge. Do you prefer a bikini or lingerie? Wear your favorite and party the night away. So, yeah. So the Swingers Cruise. If, you, if that's how you swing, that is a thing that's available. And I'm pretty sure... There was a swingers cruise on the cruise right before we went cruising, right? Mm, two before us. Two because before right us. before okay. us was Brian. And the one right, right before him Brian was Brian was not cruise. on a swinger cruise. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, Brian. Um, yeah, so, yeah. And and uh, I remember knowing that they had to wear towels when they sat down. Yes. So, uh, there you go. Uh those are the ones we came up with. I'm sure we left some out. I'm sure we didn't cover all of them. Let us know what we missed. Let us know if you've been on one. Let us know what your favorite one is. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Drink. Oh, what? It's a drink. Oh, drink. Yes. Now, Kimbra. Yes. Of all these themes or themes that don't exist or that we didn't talk about, what would what would be the one you would uh, that you would go on? I think you know the answer to this one. <laughs> and anybody that knows me knows the answer to this one. And they're probably wondering why we didn't talk about that one. Well, because it's a it's a very small cruise um, in Europe, and it's like starting at five thousand dollars. It's it's not really quite the same as some of these others that we were talking about. It's it's on a boat almost. Yeah. It's not a ship. And and what are we talking about, Kimbra? Harry Potter. Yeah. I am surprised. Now that would be a really exclusive one because that goes to like set places and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But I am surprised, and maybe there is, and we just haven't found it, that there is not a Harry Potter themed cruise for like fans of harry potter i mean there might be like groups of people that will go on kind of harry pottery but yeah when i when i look it up that only one is that one (laughs) harry pottery (laughs) what's wrong with that i mean it would just all burn off in the kiln shut up um but i'm thinking like like universal used to do um the the last weekend in january um Oh my gosh, what's it? The Harry Potter theme. Wow. Celebration of Harry Potter. That was rough. Um, and it was just like 
all Harry Potter. They had some of the um, studios open with like some of the stuff from the movies and sets and actors. And like it was super cool. I'd love to do that on a ship. So we didn't mention this, but we wrote down in the notes about Disney cruises and Star Wars Day at Sea and Marvel Day at Sea. But they're just a day and they're part of the regular cruise. They don't happen every cruise, I don't think. But uh, maybe they do. I don't know. But the, Disney in and of itself is almost like a themed cruise. Yeah. So what we need to happen is we need Universal Studios to buy a cruise ship. And then they could do Jurassic Park and they could do Harry Potter and uh, they could do any, you know, like like uh, classic monsters and stuff like that. And that would be that would be really cool. I would be all about that. That would be cool. Why hasn't Universal done a cruise line yet? I mean, Disney's the only theme park that's done a... Yeah, but Universal, I know it's not as big as Disney, but it's it's there. I wonder if they've thought about it. I wonder if that's ever happened in a meeting, if anybody's like, you know, Disney has a cruise ship. Hmm. Like, they could have a How to Train Your Dragon oh, theme. How amazing would that be? It's, I, yeah. Right? Like, hello, Universal. If anybody has contact with Universal <laughs> people that make decisions on things... I'm sure right now they have all the money in the world to just start a cruise line. Yeah. That was sarcasm. I'm sure. Yeah. Anyways, it needs to happen. (laughs) It does. That would be amazing. So you would do a Harry Potter cruise. Yeah. Okay. I mean, are are you surprised to hear that? No. I I mean, I don't even know why I asked, really. (laughs) What would you do? Uh, There's a lot I would do. Some of these sound really cool to me that... um, that one with the role playing sounds really cool to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're actually getting back into role playing, hopefully, with some friends down here, and uh, so that's been on my mind the last couple of days. But um, and I have done role playing on a ship, and it was really a cool experience. Also, the punk rock one obviously would be amazing. But I think if I could like create a theme. It would be a Douglas Adams Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy themed cruise. I think that would be really cool. And before he died, um, he was into Douglas Adams was into some video game development. And he made a game called Starship Titanic, which was sort of a, a mist style game. Have you ever played the mist game? No. So it's like a puzzle game where there's no like really monsters or anything you're just you're just trying to figure out how to it's kind of like a almost like an escape room kind of atmosphere but you're just trying to expand through the story but you may have to go back and forth and um and yeah the starship titanic was basically a like just what it sounds like it was a it was a cruise liner in space and it, it was really cool so i think as i even though that's not Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, there was a lot that reminded me of that could be in that universe, and I think that would be really cool. So, what about like a the um, what about what? like a Jim Henson cruise? Oh, that would be cool too. Yes, um, but unfortunately Disney owns all that, so that'll yeah. never happen. But yes, a, a Henson themed cruise. So you'd have you'd have your Muppets, but you'd also have like your Dark Crystal and uh, your Labyrinth. And all the other amazing things that Jim Henson did, that would be a, a outstanding cruise as well. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know what would your cruise dream cruise be if you could do a themed cruise. 
let us know what, what it would be like and uh, send us that email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. All right, well, to honor the Meow Meow cruise, I, I, <laughs> thought, I thought we should pick a cat for our cruise creature this week. So we picked one that you could possibly see. You probably won't see a wild one because very few do, but you could probably see one that's in a rescue facility anywhere throughout Central America. Bellies, maybe the... Um, Maybe Mexico, maybe Roatan. I've seen them in Roatan and Maya Key. And that is a kitty cat called the Margay. And had you heard of the Margay before? No. So the Margay are basically, they are adorable. They weigh about six to eight pounds on average. And, but they're, they're a little bit bigger than your average house cat. But they're also a little bit slimmer than your average house cat, especially house cats I've been around. But anyway, um, they look sort of like, I guess, your your jaguar markings sort of look to them with that kind of cream background color and, and browns and blacks making a beautiful pattern on these kitty cats. They also are similar to an ocelot, which we thought about doing the ocelot, but um, they have... These guys have bigger eyes. So, you know, as an artist, I know if you want to make something look cuter, you give it big eyes. And these are these are like cuter, I think, because of that. <laughs> they have big eyes, huge eyes. So they're they're primarily nocturnal, like most kitties like this would be. And they're also very, very arboreal, which means that they spend almost their whole lives up in trees. They're one of the more most arboreal cats in the world so they're up in the trees looking for food which could be birds it could be lizards it could be eggs monkeys monkeys yes in fact one of the coolest facts about the margay is that they have they will actually imitate the vocalization of the pied tamarind which is really really cool so they're they're doing this probably to bring you know they're like calling for for dinner they're delivering. They're, they're calling for delivery. <laughs> Can I get two pied tamarins? And uh, yeah. So this is really cool because it's, you know, anytime you see something like this, it's a it's a predator employing mimicry. It's it's very unusual for for this situation, especially for a mammal, for a cat to do that. It's pretty clever, right? Well, now these guys are found throughout a good portion of South America. They used to go all the way up, maybe into Texas, but they're definitely extinct there now. So they're kind of their range has been depleted. They were hunted for a while illegally. That's been curbed a little bit, but uh, they're also suffering from deforestation like a lot of animals. So they're they're definitely an animal that needs some attention. They they are an animal that uh, has some concern about their conservation status. They're considered near threatened, which is not the worst you could be, but uh, it's definitely not where you want to be for the animal world. And they're just really cool, just beautiful, beautiful cats. What what did you find anything about these cats that you thought was interesting? Um, they can hang from a tree or from a branch with one foot. That's impressive. I mean, I can't, I can't do that. Can you hang from a tree at all? 
I mean, not on purpose. <laughs> Definitely maybe, not by a foot. Maybe not even by, by your a, shirt. I could hang by my hand for a few seconds before I would fall. But uh, yeah, maybe if you tied, if you tied me to the tree and I could hang there or something like that. I don't know. That's about the only way I could <laughs> hang from a tree. But these guys, yeah, so they're they're very good at at climbing. They do go on the ground usually just to get from one hunting spot to another. So they're just like traveling to another set of trees. Um, one of the things that makes these a little bit difficult as far as like zoos working with them and stuff to try and bring their populations back is that they don't they don't have a lot of babies. They actually have only two teats, which is unusual. Most cats have way more than that. So that has to do with how many kittens they have. Normally, they only have one cub or kitten that is born and I don't know what you'd call it, a cub or a kitten with cub. these guys. A cub. Yeah. One cub that is born, and they have a mortality rate of about 50%. So, so yeah. I'm, I was almost going to say, so they're basically like people. And then you went into the mortality rate, so I, well, I mean, technically I still said it. But I was going <laughs> to say it right after the one kitten thing. They're basically like people several hundred years ago. <laughs> High there mortality we go. rate. There we go. Yes, fortunately, uh, through science, we have we have curbed that quite a bit. But anyway, um, yeah. So they need some protection. They need some help. But they are adorable. Now their kittens are born big for for a cat of their size. They're born pretty big. They have a longer gestation period. Generally, in nature, animals have two general strategies that they will use as far as reproduction goes. There are your um, I believe they're called J strategists is the term I learned in college, which is which is an animal that has lots and lots of babies and just hopes a few of them survive. OK, and that would be things like uh, like alligators basically are J strategists. You know, they may have 40, 50, 60 babies and probably 10 percent of those are going to survive. Sea turtles. Sea turtles are a great example of that. And then you have your K strategists, which are sort of, I, I learned that as they're, they're sort of the marksman strategist. And those are animals that are going to spend a lot more energy and effort on their offspring. They're going to have fewer, but they're going to try and increase the rate of survival, the chances of survival. Uh, so that would be like a human would be a good example of that. Um, for these guys, they are still in that K strategist realm. It's just that, you know, in nature, 50% mortality rate isn't really that terrible <laughs> in a lot of cases. So they, that's just their, their strategy. But when you add in things like deforestation and poaching, well, we tip the, the scales, we tip the balance. And that's why we have to be careful when it comes to conservation stuff. That's why things like climate change and um, pollution and uh, hunting or human activities, we have to be careful about those because it's tipping those natural scales and that is when you end up with animals going extinct or becoming endangered at a much faster rate than they would through natural progression of time and evolution. But that's our animal. That's our cruise creature for the week, the Margate. Look up pictures of them because they are absolutely adorable. Super duper cute. And I think that's going to take us to the end of this podcast. All right. Well, then let's wrap things up and head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody.
And welcome back to the podcast after the credits. You're going to get some bonus limericks. We've got a, we've each got a limerick for you. Kimber, do you want to go first or second? I will go first. Okay. Okay. Next time we visit the Florida Keys, scuba diving will be such an ease. We might see a shark when we dive in the dark. Can we do it again, please, oh, please? <laughs> Hopefully, yes. All right, since we did the Margay and uh, I saw Margay in Honduras, I decided to do this one. Roatan is a great island stop. You can hug a sloth, suntan, or shop. But however you may, enjoy your day. Snorkeling Mayaki for me is the top. Hmm.